like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. With fall on the horizon, it reminds me of school. If you haven't started yet, it will be soon for the kids. And with that being said, it does remind me of the first time I attended school. I met new people and people that I'd never heard of. I'd like to tell you it was like a fairy tale and all was perfect, but that's not the way life is. I would meet this type of person, and well, for the rest of my life, I would bump into their type. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, Once a Bully, Always a Bully. Terry, I've almost gotten to the age to where my life almost is, well, maybe an episode of Andy Griffith. I love Andy Griffith, and I like that lifestyle. I mean, I don't know that I would want to live it every day, but I sure have an appreciation for sitting out on the back porch or sitting on the front porch, I guess, to be politically correct, and just kind of decompressing. Kind of like you'd like to visit every once in a while, so to speak. Yeah, and just sitting there having a glass of lemonade, socializing with your neighbors or your family or whatever else, and life is a lot slower and there's a couple episodes that I wanted to bring up. The first one, I'm not really sure has anything to do with this week's episode, but it dawned on me how people sometimes do you. Do you remember the episode where Aunt B was going to get a good deal on the meat? And they bought the whole, the bowl, they ended up buying the whole cow or whatever else. Then they had to buy a freezer. Yeah, because her freezer, and she has to go ask the guy that was a little bit higher, can she put her meat in his freezer? Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of people that's always looking for a good deal. And if they'd have just bought from the normal guy to begin with, well, they'd have saved money in the long run. It's kind of that saying that you get what you pay for. It, it is. And I watched that episode. And then the next episode that came on reminded me of what we wanted to talk about this week. Do you remember when Opie kept going back to Andy needing more lunch money? He needed five cents. Yeah. And he borrowed it from Andy. He borrowed it from Aunt B. And he, he borrowed it from Barney. And then Andy and Barney pick up on it when Barney says something about he gave Opie five cents. And he said, and then I think Andy says, wait a minute, I gave him five cents. And they start backtracking and figuring out that he's been doing this for quite some time. Yeah. And we all know why. It's a bully. It's a bully. And I, what I love at the end, he says, ain't it a butte, Paul? <laughs> yeah, when he got the black eye. Yeah, when he gets the black eye. Because he, he stood up. And every night then in life, if you don't stand up, that little whatever you want to call it on the playground that's trying to take your money will grow up to be, well, do that as an adult. Yep. The zebra doesn't change its stripes. So no. what it is, as unless it's corrected, and like, unless you have parents that step in and intervene and say, look, you know, I think some outgrow it because they learn to know better, but I think there's a, a large majority of folks that they were bullies as a child and they're bullies as an adult. And then that turns into somebody that's a boss. You know, that's a whole different level of those boss bullies. You know what I mean by that oh, statement? Absolutely. I think well, there are a lot of people out there that feel like that they are harassed or they are bullied. And those words really kind of go hand in hand. Uh, and a lot of them are. They end up being narcissistic type personalities mm -hmm. and they end up being bullies. I wonder if people will say, you know, well, exactly what is bullying? 
So here's a definition, and we can debate whether we agree with it or not, but it says, bullying is ongoing misuse of power in relationships through repeated verbal, physical, and or social behavior that causes physical or psychological harm. It can involve an individual or a group misusing their power over one or more persons. Bullying can happen in person or online, and it can be obvious or hidden. And I think that's a really good definition of that. And and bullying has evolved. I mean, you think yeah. about it in the days of Andy Griffith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just physical. Well, I mean, it is verbal bullying, and it's also physical bullying, but that's all you could do. I mean, the rumor mill back in the day was you tell somebody who told somebody, and by the time it probably got to the 10th person, yes, that story might have been exaggerated, but at some point, it's like a match. That will end up going burning out. Yeah, eventually. And you move on. Today's world is a little more different. Well, as you mentioned that, it, now it's, you know, the thing, and I've never had this happen to me, but I know that there's a lot of people have that cyberbullying thing to where they pick on, just pick somebody out to pick on them. Yeah, and and, and that's the deal with cyberbullying, and that's one of the different types of bullying that they've listed. They said there's six main categories. There is the physical bullying, mm-hmm. the verbal Bullying, and we can kind of dissect each one of them. the cyber bullying that you're talking about, the emotional bullying, prejudice bullying, and I hadn't really thought about that one, and sexual bullying. I ain't thought about that one. How, so how I would get, you do that? Well, you know, on the physical bullying, I think that's kind of the obvious thing, and that's where you know, I think that's kind of probably I mean, one of the oldest forms of bullying, where you're talking about you. kick, kicking, punching, hitting, shoving, slapping, and slamming. And that's kind of where, in our day, that might have been one of the more common forms of bullying. And then you've got, so verbal bullying, obviously, is is self-explanatory, where you're you're saying things that are cruel or hurtful or mean And to I people. think you almost see more of that. And people would relate probably more to it, let me say it this way, into a marriage of somebody that talks down to their spouse and, and bullies them that way. What's the word for that? I, is that verbal abuse? Is yeah, that what yeah, you just call I, yeah. it? Think about it as a kid, that when kids said they got picked on, they may have said something like, your mama wears combat boots. Yeah, yeah Things like that. That type your of... Your four eyes or... Yeah, exactly, because you wore glasses yeah. or... How come your head's so big, you know, and you look like you got a watermelon? And all of that, kids say a lot of things. I think it's when it's continuous. Every day is a different day. And it's the same person that's always picking on or bullying that same person. And, of course, we saw what happened in the Christmas story when he'd had enough, when Ralphie jumped on him. And, I mean, he beat, beat the living tar out of that kid. And you can't say that you weren't cheering for Ralphie. Oh, yeah. But here gets into the other one, Scotty, that you were talking about on the cyberbullying. And this is, it says, thanks to chat groups, social media, and other online forums, students can communicate, and this is individuals as well, and collaborate with each other in real time. Unfortunately, it's all too easy for cyber bullies to hide behind the protection of a screen when they don't have to face their target in person. They're more comfortable using words or actions that they may not use in real life. And I think that goes for saying that cyber bullies that choose to do that and do hide behind that are just really cowards themselves. They don't have the guts to say the things in person that they can do behind a screen. Well, they pretend to be somebody that they're really not is what that is. Yeah, and this and this, this is the sad thing about it. Let's just use Andy Griffith when we were talking about that. Or back in our time, 
um, which was, you know, only just a couple of years ago. Right. Um, you would hear about bullying a little bit. I mean, did you ever hear about it that much? No, it was I, I not brought. Never. The attention to it was not really. If somebody really got on your nerves real bad and they were bullying you, you got a buddy of yours to go back with you most of the time. Yeah. Now, I know there was cases. And take that care it, of them. Right. And, and sooner or later, it just kind of ran its course. And I think that we'd probably be shocked to find out how many of our buddies actually felt like that they were bullied, let's say in in high school or elementary or middle school or something like that. But when you're talking about cyberbullying, I mean, and now somebody can be prosecuted now for cyberbullying. Yeah. The bad thing about cyberbullying is the fact that where we talked about the rumor mill and I said that it's like a matchstick and eventually it blows out and it just kind of loses steam and momentum with cyberbullying and doing it on social media within seconds hundreds can see that bullying taking place you know you can ruin someone's reputation in a matter of seconds absolutely you know my mind doesn't ding dong a lot but it just had this little light bulb did you see the movie with The Rock and who's the guy? Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. That movie, Central Intelligence? Yes, I sure did. Now, that whole movie, it, now, it's funny. Let oh, me, it is hilarious. But it's about bullying, really, of what made him become a CIA agent, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And he starts out as this, like, chunky little kid. And obviously, when you look at The Rock now, I mean, it's obvious he doesn't grow in in his role as this chunky little kid. He ends up being, you know, this guy that has got muscles galore. And I don't think many people would start bullying him. No, sir. And if they did, the outcome wouldn't be that good. Yeah, I did see that. And that's really, really a cute flick. That's kind of a funny example of bullying. but And it takes an opposite uh, take in the end because he, t- he made a positive out of it, turned his life around. He did. Some of this stuff, like... The next type of bullying, like emotional bullying, and I think that you reference this when you're talking about, you ever known somebody and you knew them in high school and they were like, oh my gosh, they were an extreme extrovert, real popular, great conversationalist, and they socialize a lot. And then you run into them later and they're like this meek and mild person and you're like, what happened to that person? Well, it's the mother-in-law usually whooped them, and they've calmed down. Oh, you, because... you think that's what it is? <laughs> or, or, or seriously, though, it yeah. can be their spouse. Oh, spouses. After years of that constant... Uh, they believe it. Yeah, you're not pretty. Nobody else would have you. You're ugly. You're fortunate to even have me. I truly believe when it comes to bullying, those type of people that do that are really the very ones that are the most insecure people there are. They have to bully somebody in order to make them feel better. Yeah, to make themselves feel better. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Terry. Number five is like prejudice-type bullying. Now, I, I, that one catches me off guard. I don't understand that. It says it's rarely an isolated event. Usually, it escalates into physical bullying, verbal bullying, or cyber bullying. It says that though it may seem insignificant at first, this is arguably the most serious form of bullying as it can open the door to much more serious events, such as hate crimes. That's why it's critical to take every instant seriously. So this is where you have prejudices in us. Like, I don't like, you know, somebody that's bully somebody just because they are an open gay person or somebody that has beliefs that are different than them or somebody that is of a different color than them. That's what they're talking about there. I saw PSA 
uh, not long ago. It was a like a high society neighborhood, and it was like a uh, a Mexican man moves in, and he has two or three people over. And the neighbor comes over and says, "Are you over here? What are you doing here?" Like he can't afford the house. And he right. goes, "Yeah, I bought it." And it keeps going, and he invites his brothers over. And uh, she comes back over and jumps on him again. Y'all are out here making noise at nine o'clock. Now he goes, she calls him useless or something. He goes, wait a minute. He's got a job. He's a farmer. And this guy over here, he works at a, uh, a liquor store and she calls the cops on him. Well, it turns out the, the farmer owns like 10,000 acres of land and he's a success. He owns a wine factory and the other guy owns a chain of liquor stores and the other one owned a Cadillac dealership like oh five my gosh. And you know, she was looking down upon them because they were Mexican descent or Spanish, however you want to word that. And people do a little bit of that. That that does happen in America. Any well, country it happens. And I think we're seeing a lot of that where just because somebody is of a different color, or they may be more prone, whether we realize it or not, they're more prone to get pulled over. And don't think for a minute that white people aren't done that way also. You know, the people that are listening, that happens to them these days too. Yeah, I, I think the percentages may be different and and how these bullying takes place, but and who seems to be the target for them? Yeah, you do seem like that. Here's another example. I remember uh, they were talking about people that would be car salesmen. You got a guy that walks up in a, a pair of overalls, and the car salesman thinks there's no way this guy could afford an eighty thousand dollar vehicle. In fact, he could probably buy five or six, and he pays cash for it just because somebody has overalls on. Or just looks like they've come straight out of a field or whatever. Well, they're probably going to surprise you when they pull out that wad of cash, whereas others may pull up and we've got on a five-piece suit and sporting rings and all that, and we're in debt up to our rear end. Yeah. Those are the types of prejudices that I think they're referring to. Terry, the only thing you can't hide is just purity ugliness. I mean, ugly sticks out no matter where you are. Now, Scotty, that's being prejudiced. <laughs> You're being prejudiced right there. We're, we're trying to show our audience the different types of bullying. And see, you're just, I'm just saying playing some, right into it. I'm just saying sometimes it's a light switch away. Okay, well, we're going to try to get you in some counseling. All right, so number six is sexual bullying. And this says that... I don't understand this, this one either. All now. right, well, I'm going to explain. It says, in addition to physically harming someone in a sexual manner, it can also include any verbal or emotional attacks that seek to humiliate or shame them sexually. You want to explain from, that it again? It says, from name-calling and crude remarks to obscene gestures and uninvited exposure or touching, there are mirrored examples under this umbrella. When such comments about a target's appearance or sexual development turns physical, the issue turns from sexual bullying into sexual assault. Now, that could mean where somebody teases somebody or is very abusive about, let's say, that a woman is extremely in doubt and they make some obscene comment or just on the opposite You're they don't to say have dolly. anything You're they don't like dolly here yeah exactly or maybe it's just the complete opposite and they belittle them about how they're made up physically but see and in my mind i still don't justify that as a uh, a bully i just justify that as just being a butthead am i yeah, wrong but in your mind scotty but truthfully though you're not a bully and so i think it takes a different mindset for us to put ourselves in to think about how somebody could bully somebody. And, you know, and we typically think about kids that get bullied. And these are examples. I mean, just this past weekend, I'm talking to a really good friend of mine. Something came up and I was talking to her about a family member. And this is a true story. 
And this is a person that my whole life that I've known them has been somebody that I felt like, and I don't say this in a condescending way, has always been very confident in who they are. Mm -hmm. And it was really eye-opening when they said that their family member was bullying them. And we had a long discussion about that, about how looking back on this, this might have been something that they had been bullied for quite some time. So the first thing in, in my mind that pops into a situation like that would be maybe somebody's going to inherit something and they're wanting it to be uh, transferred to another name or another family member and they're pushing, bullying them to change their mind. Is And I think you are spot on on how some of that gets started. But have you ever noticed that some people are extremely clever in how they bully? If you just took one example, you would, like you said, you kind of camouflage it to to everybody else. Well, that's just an isolated event. And the way they worded it, I didn't pick up that they right. were bullying. But it's just layer upon layer upon layer. And when you actually put the pieces together, you realize that, I guess for a lack of a better word, I would say they're a conniving type bullying. They're not in-your-face bullying because they're more clever than that. They bully a little bit at a time, but they're consistent. They're very deliberate in how they do it, but they're purposeful in what they're wanting to accomplish, whether that is like something like you said, that I'm wanting to gain something by it. I need them to convince them to do something differently. I'm wanting to take control of something or a situation. They're smart enough to know that if I attack them, they're going to get defensive. So I've got to whittle away at them to get what I want. And I think those are probably the most dangerous type. Very dangerous people. And then they get other people to help them by convincing them to do this for them, and they come after you. So, you have two or three people yeah, after you. Yeah, so I, I just wonder with our audience, how many people can that are sitting out there listening to this can relate to this? Because this is kind of a, you know, we're pretty lighthearted in our podcast, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, oh, very so every once in a while, I think we do purposely pick a difficult topic to talk about. But I don't think we realize just how prevalent it is. I think you see more of this, of what I'm fixing to say, maybe in the, maybe we just don't know it as adults, but you do see news headlines where a child has committed suicide over bullying. Bullying. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, I couldn't get that out. But bullying, oh boy, does lead to suicide in a lot of cases. More so you see it with children. Now, it may be going on with adults and you just don't know what it was about yeah when you're saying that you know there's a lot of stats that you can pull up and most of it is centered around students or kids because that's where they're really starting to take notes you see a lot of it now in school remember they're doing like bull no bullying campaigns and schools. Yeah. we didn't see that and i don't know if that's because I, why do you think that is scotty do you think that was because people would just go out back and beat each other up and then move on or i mean it's just i think we have more resources to bullying now it's a lot more resources and now you know it's not the politically correct thing to go out and settle it in the parking lot like at one time maybe you did yeah and now you know there's folks that cannot settle things that way that you know you're not as big as that bully that's picking on you you can't do it you know and at some point back in the day if a kid was bullying let's say your child that's disturbing enough. But I think at some point it kind of, not always, but sometimes 
plays out. I think the fact that you throw in cyberbullying and the fact that you can instantly ruin someone's reputation on social media, just think about your own Instagram page, your own yeah. Facebook page. But there's a company that if somebody has been cyberbullying you and maybe that uh, they're using pictures of you or, or there's anything ugly written about you that you hire to trace down and have all that erased, I didn't even know that you could do that. If somebody's cyberbullying, you hire a company now but think about to go that. in after that. I've got to pay money yeah. to go back and rectify something that somebody took the time Two seconds and never gave it another thought to ruin that person's reputation, career. What I mean, some people could lose their career mm-hmm. all because of the actions of one person or a group of people, and you never really know their motivation. Again, I think it's because they are short in a lot of different ways, and again, they are. And by short, I mean. Short in personality, short in confidence, short. I mean, they are lacking themselves. They got to put somebody else down to make them look bigger. This popped in my mind as you were saying that. Another show that kind of touched on this. Remember George McFly? Yeah, exactly. That's what that movie, you know, it was, it was funny, but it also put in there about bullying, you know, and he finally gets the courage up to grip that old fist and he, he knocks down the bully. Yeah, and exactly. And who was cleaning his car, too, at the end, end of the movie? So here's some stats on this. But I do think this is important, Scotty, because there are too many kids that are taking their own life for some action of a bully. Right. And it again, like you said, bullies can grow up to be bullies if they're not dealt with. The statistics, and this is again centered around students, says over 3.2 million students are victims of bullying each year. That's a lot. That's a lot. Approximately 160,000 teens skip school every day because of bullying. 17% of American students report bullied two to three times a month or more within a school semester. And it says one in four teachers see nothing wrong with bullying and will only intervene 4% of the time. By the age of 14, less than 30% of boys and 40% of girls will talk to their peers about bullying. And here's another stat that I thought was interesting, Scotty. The countries where you see bullying. The top three countries where cyberbullying is the most prevalent are India, Brazil, and the United States. I see the U.S. I doubt you see much of that in Russia because you do that in Russia, they come oh, They're going to take care of it. Yeah, you don't do that Yeah, there. you won't be found again. And it says social media cyberbullying statistics show that over 65% of parents around the world cite cyberbullying on social media as one of their greatest worries. Uh, uh, yeah, I can see that because a lot of times the parents don't know and the kid, oh, it's it's bad. And a lot of times the kids feel shame and they don't go talk to their parents about what's going on because they don't want their parents to intervene because they look at that as something that is going on between them and their friends. And really, I, w- I hope to heck they don't call them a friend because they're not. They don't do anything to to seek help. Now, I saw this. This was a news story about two months ago. And you, you really should talk to your kids about this. If you've got kids, grandkids, because this could fit... A lot of different areas there. It was a kid that was, I think he was 15 or 16. Uh, he makes friends with somebody online. It's supposedly a girl. Maybe it was. Who knows in the end. But they convince him to share a nude photo with him. After he does this, they contact him back and said, you pay us $3,000 or we're sharing this with all of your friends. 
and he committed suicide over it. Oh my goodness! And the parents were they were trying to you know they were trying to do a a, a thing of finding out who done it, but apparently that is a big deal now that 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 goes on. It's a big business, is what I'm trying to spit out of doing that, of talking a child into doing that, somebody, and then uh, blackmailing them to paying for not having that published on the internet. And I could see that in adults too. There's so much pressure with kids nowadays. You know, you got to post pictures and it's got to be everything that you put on social media. It's got to be just unicorns and rainbows. The world we live in is just crazy. You know, we got to be in this. We got to be doing that. We got to be doing this. It doesn't slow down to turn it all the way back around to the Andy Griffith days. And we said sitting on the front porch drinking lemonade and there being slower times. It's faster paced. And then you throw in somebody who wants to do these cruel acts, and then you grow up and you marry somebody like that, heaven forbid, or you work for somebody like that. Somehow, we got to get the message that we're done with bullying. And I don't know how we do it, but it has to start, I think, now. The one question that I haven't asked is, what would you do? I mean, what would you wish was a way that people could handle bullies? Well, Terry, I'd have to go back to the beginning of the episode when we brought up Andy Griffith. When Opie was faced with a bully at school that kept taking his money from him, the best advice I can give is to square off with the bully. Never let anyone push you around. Because if you do, it continues and will continue all of your life. As we learned with Opie, he did face the bully. Opie got a black eye, but he faced his fear, and the bully knew he was no longer scared. I encourage you to face the bullies in your life, win, lose, or draw, as Opie did. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information, and we'll be in touch. We'd like to say thanks for dropping by. And if you don't mind, tell a friend about us. We sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you back next week here at Secrets from the South.